Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Let's talk about nightmares. How did you get involved in these things? Oh my gosh. So like everyone, we all have dreams, right? We all have some, so some of us have reoccurring dreams. And I have had them since I was a child. So I became, I was always a researcher. I researched everything as a, as a kid and then into college and then into adulthood. And so I was like, why are we having these crazy dreams? Why are people waking up at 3 a.m.? Why is there sleep paralysis? And is it paranormal? So I have been researching this my entire life. There's a store here in the Michigan area that has since, unfortunately, went to the wayside, but it was called Art Van. And years ago, they hired me to be their sort of sleep spiritual doctor, if you will. And I would go to their sleep stores when they were releasing a new mattress, and I would talk about dreams and how to have the best dreams in lieu of the nightmares and to bring the positive things into your life through sleep. And it was so wonderful to talk to people who were interested in that, but who didn't know who to go to for that, you know, so often anything to do with you know, psychics or the paranormal, it still is taboo so often, which is why I love your show so much because it makes it so quote normal, if you will. So I think we've all had the person that's like, I had this crazy dream and there's so many meanings within those dreams. So it's like a psychic reading every night that you get for free. I remember those stores in Detroit, too. Yeah, they were around for a long, long, long time. And then, unfortunately, the owner passed away and his kids inherited it. And then they ended up selling it. And that became a nightmare. And they're since now trying to buy it back and kind of bring life back to it. Interesting. Well, you know, the definition of nightmares is interesting. Science has their own, where they're vivid dreams that could be threatening, upsetting, bizarre, or otherwise bothersome. And they are, in some respect, aren't they? They are. I, I You know, we, we can take the, the deep, dark ones, you know, where you wake up and your breathing is, you know, you're like you've been running, there's that anxiety, people wake up with extreme sadness or or crying or then there's the cheating dreams where you wake up and you're smacking your partner because how dare they cheated in your dream and they're like what did I do so they kind of span you know the the gambit and they stick with us so often we can still remember a nightmare that we had from years ago and it still brings that discomfort or that psychological panic Christy, what separates the nightmare from a bad dream? There's a fine line there. There is, and it's connected to the amount of tension or the amount of anxiety in the waking hour. So there, the bad dreams are driven by fear and stress. Nightmares are caused by extreme stress and anxiety. How about the uh, night terrors? Night terrors are very similar, but they occur during our REM sleep, which a lot of people don't sleep great. So they're like, I don't have those uh, because I'm not getting into that good REM. But those are the ones that you wake up drenched in sweat. Again, there's that fear, anxiety, panic, frustration, sadness, your heart's pounding. And a lot of those connected to 
you know, soldiers, it's post-traumatic stress, it's victims of abuse, it's those that have previously had high emotional stress issues but haven't taken care of it in their waking time. Well, they say it's pretty normal to have nightmares for some. Do you agree with that? I, I think it's a way that we work through what we don't in our waking. You know, if you're not going to therapy, or maybe you are going to therapy and you're working it that way, and then it still has to come out. It's kind of like a splinter that's trying to work its way out. And so often we cover everything up. We kind of put the frosting, you know, on on it and, and pretend it's not there. And it's got to come out. It's got to eventually come out. And sometimes it does that with unpleasant dreams. So, you know, it's repeated over and over in some way, some fashion. And it's normal but you shouldn't have constant nightmares. What is the trigger for that? What what really is the catalyst for the nightmare? It's it's anxiety and stress. It's sometimes depression. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes a mood disturbance. I mean, sometimes it's medication. Sometimes it is... It's, uh, it's not that pizza you had at night, right? Not normally. It's not normally food, although there is a connection to how you sleep with what you eat which is another fascinating thing, you know, where they say have the warm milk or have a cherry, and that actually helps you get into that REM state. It's better than like a Tylenol PM. Yeah, that's true. But some people have nightmares, the same ones, over and over again, recurring nightmares. Recurring nightmares are a lot of people have a very response with that. I've had one, and it's interesting because my reoccurring nightmare that I had since childhood ended up to be a true story that had happened, but not in my lifetime and not to me. So sometimes we have psychic visions connected to it, or it's our past life that we're reliving, but sometimes it's just because we're not taking care of what we need to take care of in our stress zone. And so we're going to continually have that reoccurring nightmare until it gets corrected. My nightmare, and this is a strange one. I went to the University of Detroit. I was studying pre-dentistry. That's when my dad wanted me to be a dentist and all my family members were dentists. He was not. He worked for the Ford Motor Company. So I I did that for a couple of years. But my love, Christy, was always broadcasting since I was a kid. That's what I wanted to do. And I had heard that they had a great curriculum at the University of Detroit. And I went and I looked at it, and they had a little TV station and a radio station all on campus. And I went, I'm changing my major. And so I did. And I didn't tell my father for a couple months. He gets a report card, calls me into the living room. He says, George, come here. I said, what's up, Dad? He said, "Uh, well, there's a mistake on your report card. I said, what's the mistake? He said, well... Some guy is getting A's in broadcasting and speech and all this. There are no science courses for you. We got the wrong report card. And I said, no, Dad, I switched my major. He wouldn't talk to me for two months. But anyway, oh, no. to make a long story short, I started getting jobs in television while going to college. He would see my name show up on this TV screen, and he loved it. And he, he, he became my champion and my booster for everything yeah. I did. But... This is where the nightmare comes in. Years later, because of my work habits, 
I switched my major in terms of when I went to school from daytime to nighttime because I was working full-time at a radio station. Right. So I had to do my last two years at night school, worked full-time during the day, 40 hours a week, and then went to college and did my credits at night to get my degree because I promised my dad I'd get it in four years. Okay. And I did. Now, a couple years after that, I woke up with the weirdest dream, and to me it was a nightmare, that I never got my degree. I never got my diploma. I needed 128 credit hours to graduate. And I would wake up in a cold sweat and think I only had 127. And I, and I didn't get my degree. And this would be a recurring dream, Christy. It would happen every other day. I'd wake, oh up and, I'd wake up and think, oh, my God, I'm a credit short. I didn't get my degree. I had to get my diploma and put it by the bed. And so when I woke up from that nightmare, I would see my degree and I'd be okay. Right. But, but you know, when you, wake, you just wake up, you're kind of groggy and disoriented sure. anyway. But at yeah. least I saw my diploma and I went, my gosh, I did get my degree. Now, to me, that was a nightmare. Is it a nightmare? Oh, for sure that's a nightmare. That's your subconscious that's feeling like maybe you didn't do enough. And it's not even just connected to college, but with regards to, you know, your dad not talking to you for a couple months. So that sort of still sits in there. It doesn't mean that you're pining you know, for that situation right now. But during that time, it was like, oh my gosh, maybe I didn't make dad proud because this is what he wanted me to do. So I didn't really complete everything that I was supposed to, not necessarily the degree, but the degree that dad wanted me to. So it it was that that was just sort of playing in your head and trying to work itself out until you found, you know, that you're proud of yourself, mm-hmm. you've accomplished all of this, and Dad's proud of me, and he is, and he was, you know, and all of that, and then that kind of went away. What is a nightmare to someone, like that is to me, probably wouldn't be a nightmare to somebody else. It's true, because they didn't go through what you what had gone had through go in through. the waking time. Exactly. Exactly. Now, in some cases, are nightmares healthy for you? Are they good for you? I believe that whether it's a dream or a nightmare, that it honestly is this gift of what we're supposed to work through. So often we have the anxiety and we have the stress. And I I hear people all the time, even in my office, say, but I don't know what's wrong. Like everything in my life is going fine. I don't know why I'm so anxious. I don't know why I'm so stressed. And so they're giving you glimpses of what that stress is just sort of in a peculiar way. So they might send you a clown instead of tell you exactly, you know, what is going on. And instead you're being chased by, you know, a masked man or, you know, someone with a a big red nose instead or you're falling. And it's, it's done in symbols is what it is. So... It is, you know, life has so many symbolism all the time, and we miss it. Even the other side gives us signs, and, you know, it's all done in those, that symbol work. And we so often want things to be so filled with clarity, but we have to do a little bit of digging and work to figure out what it all means. Do you believe in reincarnation? I do. My, my Lutheran background 
says I shouldn't, but I absolutely do. Yeah, I do too. Now, is it conceivable that some nightmares may be past lives? Absolutely. So I believe that we have that subconscious trauma or those subconscious life moments from our past life that still are stored within our soul, and we can relive those in our sleeping time. That's amazing. It really is. You talk about five common nightmares. What are they? Falling. So a lot of people have that fall, and that is typically connected to a person's work, feeling like they're falling, they're not doing good enough with regards to kind of the power at work or the power of the finances. Um, Natural catastrophes. So running from a volcano that's erupted or a tornado or a tsunami. And that typically is connected to things that are unpredictable that you can't control being trapped, uh, which is typically connected to, you know, it's pretty common sense, right? Is getting caught into the dead end space in your life. Uh, Teeth, you know, I've never had this dream, though, but it is a common dream. Teeth that fall out. nightmare. Falling yeah. teeth that, fall, yeah. that come right out of your gums. They're really soft. It, yes, and I, I personally have never had that, but I hear this in my office all the time, and that is sometimes they say that it's linked to the physical appearance. I actually don't, don't see it that way. I think it's connected to just the anxiety of um, being surrounded by maybe the wrong people or being judged by somebody, not necessarily in the physical way, but also, you know, in the, the personality way or, or being judged at work or what have you. And then the naked dream, you know, is one of the most common. What's that? And that is, you know, you're sitting in the school and you're naked or you're at work and you can't find your clothes. I've never and, had a dream like that. I haven't either, but I hear this all the time as well. And that is being feeling exposed. That's that inner fear of, again, it's not physical appearance. It's just feeling like you're being exposed. And that there's actually a really good message with regards to that, quote, nightmare. And that is that you are supposed to be comfortable with who you are and what your gifts and talents are. Well, when we take calls next hour with you, Christy, let's see what kind of nightmare calls you get, uh, because they can be just about anything, right? It's true. Yeah. I mean, you can, a lot of people have the dreams or nightmares about being attacked. The cheating is common. Car accidents are common. They can, they're all based on what they're going through in their life. Can you, so unique. Can you have a a waking nightmare or do you have to be asleep? I I think that sometimes the nightmares affect us in the waking hour. So I guess we would call that a waking nightmare. And I know that some people will have that sleep paralysis, like they are awake and they can't move and they're still reliving that nightmare, which is very scary. How many people have what they call nightmare disorder, where they carry the nightmare into their daily lifestyle? I think a lot of people, I'm not sure what the percentage is, but I believe a lot of people do. And when they do that, some medical doctors believe that there is a connection to a sleep disorder. Then, so you're not getting enough oxygen. There's, you know, you might need a CPAP machine or 
Um, some people end up sleepwalking through their nightmares, which is scary as well. And so often people utilize different medications, which legally I'm not supposed to diagnose, but that's not necessarily the best way to treat it unless it's super severe. Does a full moon, which we just had, have any effect on the dreaming or the nightmare? The moons, both new moons and full moons do, and we're in equinox, so happy autumn to everybody. Um, They do, so that the way the tides shift and change, the full moons act as a mirror to our soul, so they sort of rev up the nightmares and the things that we need to heal. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.